delicious, circular, sometimes. Comes in all various shapes and sizes and flavors. But how do you make it so that you can eat them? Welcome to Cooking for My Mother. I'm your host, Yasmin. And I'm your host, Christina. And yes, today we're talking about cookies. Ah, yes. The best thing ever. (laughs) Chocolate chip, snickerdoodle, sugar cookies. I almost named my top three cookies in that order. It's not exactly that order, but it's pretty close. Christina, what is your favorite cookie? Give me your top three. Oh, gosh. I should have been prepared for top three. I I have to say, cookies are, like, the thing I gravitate towards. So I'm going to put that out there now and say that, like, if I had to choose a dessert, I probably would go more towards cake and pie. But, like, for me, my favorite uh, cookies, I would have to say, are chocolate chip. It's got to be a good chocolate chip. I would say a good... And this is a new one, oatmeal raisin. Like, if, if there's a good oatmeal raisin, I'm, like, into it. And I've got, I'm going to go with, like, shortbread. Shortbread is really good. Okay. Yeah. What are, you, what are yours? I think you may have said them. <laughs> the, in the correct order, snickerdoodle, chocolate chip, and then I also said sugar cookie in the beginning, but I don't think it's really up there. There's a different cookie, but I don't know what it. I don't know what it is. We're just gonna say sugar cookie for now. So yes, the final order is Snickerdoodle, chocolate chip, sugar cookies, nice plain, just regular sugar cookies, no chocolate chips. You know, you gotta go with a nice little classic Snickerdoodles. Oh, yeah. I don't even need to explain myself. But snickerdoodles are the best. <laughs> it's it's very all American. Is that like what you guys had growing up too? Uh yes. And then I also actually, fun fact, my father's favorite cookie is an oatmeal raisin. I hate oatmeal raisin cookies, and I am the person who always gets caught up thinking it's an oatmeal, thinking it's a chocolate chip cookie, finding out it's an oatmeal raisin cookie. I have terrible eyesight, so I can't usually tell the difference. So I dislike oatmeal raisin a lot. But you know what's a really good? A good oatmeal cookie. Oatmeal cookie. You know what? Yeah. The order has now changed. Snickerdoodle chocolate chip oatmeal cookie. I like a nice oatmeal cookie, no raisins. Yeah, you know, I've heard people, you know, saying like an oatmeal cookie sans raisin is really good. And it is. I just feel like, like, totally, when I was a kid, I got you. Like, I was like, why? Why would you put oatmeals and, ra- and raisins, which are a terrible thing, in a cookie? But now, I don't know, maybe my taste buds have changed as a older, well, I'm going to say more wiser person. Uh, you know, I, I, if it's, I could get down for a good oatmeal raisin cookie. I was just like, did you have any other type? Like, is that those are the types you like had growing up, or did you have any other uh, types of cookies? Um, I had no. That was pretty much like I think reg- the most cookie that I had growing up was a chocolate chip cookie. Like, I don't think there was anything else. Um, and. Uh, Snickerdoodles came into my life way later, but the reason why they're my top cookie is because I feel like they have just so much flavor. 
That's different than your classic chocolate chip cookie. But no, I didn't have like any other type of cookie. Uh, Christina, however, I know that your family is Italian. So what kind of cookies did you have growing up? Yeah, we had lots of types of cookies. The most common, and I had to like really, <laughs> because I don't know, my grandmother doesn't have names for any of these. You know, we just go to her house and they are just the cookies that exist at her house. But um, we had pizzelles and there's like two different types. My dad's side of the family has like what most people would consider. And I think I tried to explain this to you in earlier episodes. So my dad's family has like what would be considered regular pretzels, like the circular ones that I think most people are aware of generally um, that are very thin and kind of crispy. And there's like um, a specific press that you can make them with um, that's sort of like a waffle iron, but very thin. And then the ones that I had trouble explaining to you are pretzels, but they are specific to like the region of Italy my grandmother's from and I don't even I I was trying to look up recipes and I found one on Nana's way that was like specific for like pizzelle recipes um like like pizzelle recipe de Prado Polina, which is the town my grandparents are from which makes sense because um that that the, that is the only time I could find pizzelles sort of like this but they use like a a certain type of iron that would ha is more traditionally like a waffle, like it's thicker and it has a specific type of dough. And it's interesting because reading the article, I found that I never knew this is like the reason that they made them this way. And maybe I could send you a, a picture of it, Yasmin, but they made them this way because in there it's basically as i said it's like a figure eight it's it has a figure eight most of the time your initials are monogrammed into the specific iron that you have like my grandmother has a specific iron this is like a lot of pit cell talk so we'll see anyway um but it's to it's to um mimic the two wedding rings coming together because it, it's they're very popular at weddings and apparently they're, they're supposed to mimic two wedding rings coming together oh that's precious and it's yeah it's uh maybe i'll just send you the link to the article and maybe i'll include this link in our podcast uh description later so everyone can go see what i am talking about but on the instagram uh, yeah and put it on the instagram yeah but uh, yeah so that was a specific type of like very specific type of pizzelle and so i'm gonna move on because the italians are very into their cookies not so much cake but very into cookies so hmm. and then the other ones were um what which i looked up again didn't have the name for this italian wedding cookies and the, which are basically like a cool cookie um but i would say a little more dry and um biscottis many many biscottis all the biscottis basically <laughs> all of these cookies pizzelles biscottis these italian wedding cookies you dip in tea, you, you well, not, you dip in coffee, really. You They're for dipping in coffee, all three of them. They're, they're for dipping in coffee. You can put jam on them, but they're really for dipping in coffee. Um, and then, like, I don't know, at, at any gathering, it's very likely to see, like, basically plates of pizzelles 
being given out to people. And normally they have like candied almonds on top, which are like the best part. Uh, well, maybe not the best. Pretzels are good too, but sometimes they can be a bit dry. See, which is why you need the coffee to go with them. <laughs> but mm. yeah, yeah. So that's my childhood cookies. I mean, for Christmas, there's many more there too. My dad's side has like Swedish cookies and and these roll cookies that they do, and. They have, like, the Italian, like, button cookies that are glazed and iced. In that same article, they were mentioning, like, chichi, uh, like, regazzi, chichi repenni, uh, and I'm probably saying that terribly wrong, but it's, like, basically fried, or, like, fried cookie, like, chocolate cookies made with, uh, chickpea beans, so it's interesting, which I've never had, but... My mom recognized when I showed them to her. Yeah, so lots of different types of cookies. In my childhood, anyway. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Are any of them... Are there any that your mom may have issues eating? Um, That is a good question. To be honest, no. Because she eats all the biscottis all the time. Um, the same with Patel's and the Italian wedding cookies. She just avoids eating a, a lot of them at once. But my grandmother makes like a ton of these things because I, I just don't think she <laughs> has a recipe to make small batches of them and freezes them. And so my mom just takes them out in the morning and eats them with her coffee all the time. As I said before, these cookies go with coffee. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're not like chocolate chip. Which you like... Like, you could eat these for dessert, but they're really, like, I don't know, a daytime snack cookie. It's just how you eat them. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to give you some, Yasmin, at some point. I think I've said this before. I'll have to show you. Yes. All of the cookies. It will. It, maybe it will make it to the top three cookie list. Maybe. No. Maybe it will. I'll have to, well, I'll have to make sure they're fresh. They're much better uh, when they're fresh. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Do you have any traditional cookies, Yasmin, or just, like, not really? No, nah, no, no traditional cookies. Um, we don't really... I would prefer cookies over, like, uh, like a typical dessert, I including cake. I like cookies better. Really? Um, oh, you do? Yeah. Yes, I oh. do. I think cookies can just be, like, a versatile thing, and, like, I can just eat it. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. Yum, 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 yum. I love a good cookie. Cookies and they're fun to make. Well. They're super fun to make. And it's beautiful that when you change certain things in the recipe... Okay, I really like chemistry. So when you like, uh, when you bake and you don't use exact methods, I think that's really cool. And I love that when you don't... when the changing an ingredient changes how the cookie comes out, how it looks, mm, mm-hmm, and then how it mm-hmm. tastes. Like using brown sugar instead of white cane sugar changes how the cookie looks and and how it tastes. Uh, I think it's like slightly sweeter, but when you use brown sugar instead of white sugar, but yeah, just yeah. like the little things like that, I love. I think it's super cool. So, um. Although I've only baked cookies once, I love <laughs> just looking at cookies and just like making things 
go crazy yeah. with them. You know, I think it's amazing. And then, so I just love, oh, like, and even when you, like, refrigerate it versus not refrigerating, it changes the texture of the cookie, too. But I like my cookies crispy on the outside, gooey on the inside. But, like, maybe more crispy on the outside than, like, a typical person would like. Like, I don't know how to explain it, mm. but I don't know. I just love that there's so many different ways you could make a cookie. And I really want to know, because I'll say that my mom can't eat any cookies. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, can your mom eat any of the cookies you were talking about? No. She's missing out, man, because snickerdoodle cookies are the bomb. And it, she can't eat any of them. Yeah. Um, I don't think there is any sort of true gluten-free cookie. Yeah. Or... I mean, I, I, I was looking I it up, know, and, and um, it seems like there could be. Like, there's, like, gluten-free flour. Like, you know, you could use aquafaba if you, you know, didn't want to use eggs and eat nut milk, but I don't think it will be, like, exactly the same. Like, it, the texture yeah. is definitely going to be different. Yeah. It's kind of... It's, uh... It's interesting. Because a, a lot with baking is about how the components react to each other, and that's how you get, like, a cookie. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. when you're... How you mix your flour and your butter and if, how many eggs you put in it <laughs> how many eggs you put in it changes how the texture and the component of the cookie comes out and the reason why I was laughing earlier is because I was watching this video and <laughs> this per- they were making cakes without a recipe and this person <laughs> put literally they the footage was so beautifully put together because the master baker was saying like typically you only want to put one maybe two eggs into your cake batter if you're putting any at all and then you just then there's a counter on the side of the video and you just hear him you just see him crack a dozen eggs into his cake and it became a flan i swear to you (laughs) that's funny it was so funny and it was just so beautifully put together and i just so anytime someone talks about putting too many eggs or something that is my immediate thought anytime (laughs) anytime so yeah it's my favorite thing ever one of nat's now a core memory and Whenever I think of baking, I think of, am I going to put too many eggs in it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good thing about cookies. It is that they're very simple to, or they're very easy. They're a very good place to start if you, like, wanted to start baking. Yes. Um, But, yeah, it's interesting. Like, does your mom not eat them because of the gluten-free factor or because of the sugar factor? Because she can't eat that much sugar. Or, like, both, all of the above. It's literally all of the above. She can't... The flour is an issue. Butter is an issue. Sugar is an issue. Mm. So butter is an issue, too. That's interesting. She can't have, like, any sort of dairy. I should, like, go into depth about her thing, her dietary restrictions, because it's not even, like, she's lactose intolerant. Just discovered that today. I was treating it like it was when they got my boba order wrong. It's not even that, like, she... It's not that she's lactose intolerant like the rest of the house except my brother. 
it's that like the milk just like makes her sick almost like she's allergic to it that is interesting it's, huh it's interesting so she's she can only eat salad in fact i met a co-worker today not met i knew about this co-worker already but he was saying like i don't he's like for some reason nowadays i'm just reacting to everything so he's like my life is just salads now his <laughs> wife doesn't have that issue but he's like my life is just salads mm. that's my mom's life and she doesn't like it so earlier i had like chicken tenders and she ate one of the chicken tenders and i was like you're not supposed to eat them she's like i know <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah it's just, it's interesting so usually when i try to get her when i get like um bubble tea i usually so like she'll get like a mango green tea with like no sugar no nothing in it yeah yeah call huh. it a day she really likes vegetables luckily so um yeah, that is more good. than i do she likes a wide variety variety of vegetables i personally am not as adventurous when it comes to vegetables Mm. maybe fruit too i don't know i've never had dragon fruit and i've never had that other thing that's supposed to smell gross what is it called it's like squishy in the middle uh Ooh. maybe it's not fruit <laughs> i'm losing it know. so so wait what what was it what was we you were say it all again what what was the description it is i think a fruit and then you like pull it apart and it's squishy in the middle what am i thinking about almost like gum I do not know what you're thinking about. That's okay. I, I don't no know either. Idea. Oh, durian! Sorry. Oh, durian? That's completely... <laughs> I think it's durian. You're, 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 are you talking about, like, Duran? Let me look. Let me look. How to pronounce durian. Durian. Uh, I think you're right. Durian. Oh, the, king, in the, middle? the king of fruit? I don't know. Yeah. I've never actually had a... Duran. I've had things flavored with Duran flavored things. Have you ever had anything Duran Duran flavored? Oh my god. Uh, no. It's a uh, yeah. It's very interesting. I it's it's a flavor you either love or you hate. It's it's called the King of Fruit, and it's like has a very strong flavor, and it smells like terrible when you open the the fruit. You yeah. either you either like it or you don't. What if we put that in a cookie? I mean, someone probably has. No, yeah. Like, Christina, we're going to have to start a channel where we just put random things into things. Yeah. Random yeah. fruits, see how it goes into... Yeah. You want to know a fun fact? Okay, Aki is not... Aki is a plant, and I don't think it's like a fruit. In Jamaica, and I don't like ackee, it's, I think it's gross, but in Jamaica there's like this fruit, uh, not fruit, I wasn't going to call it a fruit, my bad. There is this uh, plant, if you're going to call it, mm -hmm. and it's um, like they chop it up. I used to think it almost looks like scrambled eggs when it's prepared. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I used to, oh, it is, it's fruit. I used to think that it was eggs and so this is one of those cases where i thought it was one thing and found out terribly that it wasn't but this fruit is banned in the u.s because if it's not paired prop like it's poisonous like if you're not preparing it properly you could poison yourself oh that's good yeah. that's good that it's... sounds like a puffer fish have, have you, have, it is kind of like a puffer fish well, I mean, it, hopefully that fruit isn't fatal but 
Oh, that's a good question. I actually don't know if it's fatal or not. But yeah. Aki is very interesting. I can't get over the fact that it almost looks like scrambled eggs and the <laughs> texture's almost like scrambled eggs, but it tastes nothing like scrambled eggs. So I haven't had that in a very long time. But maybe we should make uh, cookies and you put Aki in them. Prepared properly. <laughs> and see what happens. Anyway. Oh, that was what I was going to say. Kind of going back to diets and like how your mom, you said she wasn't actually lactose intolerant. Uh, My mom went to this uh, uh, doctor a couple weeks ago and they suggested she go on an anti-inflammatory diet. Oh, you know what? I wonder, what does that consist of? Yeah, so it's like, I, I think the best way to put it so like all of our Bostonians would know would be like, on Brady diet uh so like really focusing on fresh fruits and vegetables it's extremely similar to the mediterranean diet um you know foods that are rich in nutrients a range of antioxidants healthy fats you're supposed to avoid processed foods foods with added sugar processed cards unhealthy oils you're also supposed to avoid which is an interesting one um and reduce nightshades which includes tomatoes potatoes and eggplant which is like all three are an interesting combination. <laughs> you wouldn't think those three are related, but uh, yeah. apparently they are. And um, you're also supposed to avoid gluten and generally carbs. Ooh, maybe I should try this. Interesting. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. I that would be really helpful. I should tell my mom about it, and we'll see how it works out for her. Yeah, because, I mean, you're also supposed to avoid dairy and things like that stuff, too. Oh, that's so hard. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, I have, like, a... Oh, so it's kind of like a low-carb situation as well? Yeah, yeah. Maybe eventually we'll have to do, like, a... What's the difference between, like, paleo, keto... Anti-inflammatory, vegan. Yeah, we vegetarian, should try doing that. Etc. Yes. Because uh, do I don't really know, but yeah, I mean it. Because I think for for some things like you won't necessarily avoid tomatoes, potatoes, and eggplant. Like if you're a vegetarian, you wouldn't necessarily avoid those things. But with this diet, you do. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I have to tell her about that. What, what was interesting about it is that then I started looking up, like, anti-inflammatory, like, cookies. And I I can't tell if the recipes I found on the internet are anti are actually anti-inflammatory or are just anti-inflammatory because of, like, specific spices and things that are considered anti-inflammatory. Oh. Wait. Interestingly enough, weren't... Wasn't it a popular thing for people to, like, making cookies, like, if they were, like, just, like, drops of, like, drops instead of a cookie? Oh, that didn't make any sense. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Um, I do like talking about, like, smaller amounts of a cookie, because, like, I don't know, reducing the size, because my mom has done that. My mom has also put, like, applesauce in cookies instead of putting in, like, butter. That apparently is, like, a substitution you can make does that work uh it works the cookies bake i mean the texture is different it like comes out more cakey but yeah yeah, applesauce for butter is a yeah good alternative good substitute yeah it's a good butter substitute okay 
You like you use unsweetened applesauce specifically, so you'd have to find that. But okay, yeah. So it it works. It it does work. So if you wanted to not put in butter in a recipe for your mom, you could use applesauce. But yeah, one of the ones I found was like anti-inflammatory sweet potato cookies. Mm-hmm. You probably wouldn't like them because they have uh, raisins. <laughs> but it was interesting. It was from a book like created by a ton of doctors. It's like literally called the Anti-Inflammatory Family Cookbook. Mm-hmm. And uh, you could look up that that is the literal name. And it yeah. has a, a multiple people, you know, writers as part of that but it's interesting because the ingredients list is like you know sweet potatoes but then also has butter whole milk uh, the like butter and whole milk which are like things that i would try and avoid i mean it's like only two tablespoons of whole milk but it's interesting that they included Mm. and i found like a paleo recipe and this recipe i wasn't made by doctors and she says it's anti-inflammatory but I can't tell if that's because of the spices she adds, which is like turmeric, ginger, black pepper, cinnamon, which are all anti-inflammatory. But she uses cassava flour. And like, and I'm just like, what is cassava flour? Like, oh, right. Yeah, I I've never heard of that. Familiar with it. Uh, Oh, so you've heard of it before? Yeah, as like a substitute, but um, I'm trying to remember if it's, uh, I always imagined it wouldn't always work because um, I think it's a lot finer. I'm trying to remember if I'm confusing this with something else, but from uh, from what I understand, it is, it could be used as an alternative. It just, uh... It doesn't, um, I feel like it doesn't hold as well mm. as, mm-hmm. uh, like, regular flour or an oat flour. I feel like oat flour is, well, oat flour may get you there better. You know what I'm saying? If that makes sense. Yeah. But it is a good, healthier alternative. But, I mean, I feel like if you're making cookies for not any dietary restrictions, you might as well go all the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I, i'm just i'm now reading some like cost of a flower things and it's it's interesting uh you know they're like you know Kasava has they're like cost of flower is not poisonous and then they're like cost of a root naturally contains cyanide components and you're like oh <laughs> but uh but they're like cooked out you know when making the flower uh <laughs> but that's uh, interesting, but I guess if you're if you're gonna go all the way in replacing it, why not? Why not try Casa? Yeah, interesting. What yeah. are some good uh, topping alternatives? Topping is the wrong one, but like, you know how you would maybe instead of putting chocolate chips in your cookie, you could put raisins. Even though I dislike raisins a lot, maybe cranberries. Yeah, it seemed like some people, like, you could put in dairy-free chocolate chips, because sometimes they use uh, dairy, especially to make, like, milk chocolate. Um, milk's in the yeah. name. But, yeah, is your mom, speaking of which, is your mom um, 
Can your mom handle milk powder, or is that that an issue for her? I think that that splits in a lot of uh, chocolates. So. Yeah, I would say it's an issue for her. Not as much of an issue. Like, she probably won't react to it immediately, but milk powder would probably... I assume milk powder is an issue. Hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, we don't usually have milk powder in the house. You know what we usually have? Condensed milk. And you know what my father used to do when we ran out of milk? in the house would use condensed milk and then you mixed it with water wow. and then you would put the cereal in it and it was like wow i think about that now and the whole do you put cere the cereal in first or then the milk type debate and i'm astonished that i followed him and put my cereal in after the milk i mean Really? Cereal, yeah, like Ooh. I put the cereal on top of the milk if I had to go, if I had to use condensed milk. Because I wasn't trying to waste bowls that I had to wash later. I was just trying to do it all in one go. But I, every time I did that, I just felt wrong. Okay, that is we are true. a cereal yeah. first, milk last podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Cereal first for sure. Because then you, then you can control the amount of milk you put in. Exactly. The only time when I put in cereal after is when I missed miscalculated my cereal to milk proportions, and I need to add more cereal in order to uh, make the milk go away. <laughs> exactly. Same. Same. But yeah. Oh, there's people who wild. do it the other way. Oh my god. There are people who do it the other way. It's just interesting how different people live different lives, man. Oh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't... <laughs> Do you think that condensed milk in a cookie? No, it. I assume that it wouldn't work, but I wonder what would happen if you would put like a condensed milk in the cookie instead of like sugar and instead of sugar. Hmm. I think there is uh, recipes that have condensed milk. Yeah. Um, right. But it, uh, yeah, I. I you know what? It's very rare, though, I see them in a cookie recipe. Like, most of the time, condensed milk is in, like, a cake or, or especially, like, puddings or something. Yeah. Um, I see them in a lot in, like, Mexican um, recipes. They, they like condensed milk. Yeah. But, um, I ask you, Yasmin, do you ever buy cookies for your mom to eat? Like, do you go to the grocery store and like buy them? I don't like store, but no. I don't like store-bought cookies. I think they're gross. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you on this. I, yeah. And they don't usually have a snickerdoodle cookie, and that's the number one cookie I'm looking for. Mm. I don't want to settle for a chocolate chip cookie. Usually those at store, store-bought store chocolate chip cookies are usually uh, gross. Yeah, <laughs> no, I agree. Sugar is the worst. Yeah, um, those are bad, too. Yeah. Uh, sugar, especially the ones where... The ones that are frosted oh. and they like disintegrate in your hand. They're almost like they're powdery. Yeah. See, those ones are my one exception. They're they're a very they are like absolutely entirely a hundred percent. All of it is processed. Yeah. Uh, but I love those cookies. I never get them because uh, you know, I'm trying to not eat you know, 100% processed cookies, but I love yeah. those cookies. I don't even know what they're called. <laughs> like, frosted, how, like, I don't know, frosted, store-bought 
cookie. I like they're just amazing. I those are the ones that I would say I love. Yeah, literally. They're just literally called frosted sugar cookies, but they are like the I think loft house style frosted sugar cookies. Yeah. Those those yeah, are the only right. ones I would say I like. And I don't buy because they're literally so bad for you. Uh, anyway. Yeah. But all other, like, sugar cookies that aren't these ones, I do not like. All chocolate chip cookies are also terrible. Um, all the ones that are store-bought. Yeah. clarify again. <laughs> but, yes. Yeah, we should yeah, clarify. I yeah, store-bought, I, well, if you're buying from a bakery, that's an entirely separate category. Like, buying from a bakery yes. is, is, like, or, I don't know, maybe I could put Whole Foods in a different category. Uh, because sometimes they have better, I don't know. I actually never tried like a whole, from Whole Foods, but I have tried like, they have, sometimes they, they sell baked goods from like local bakeries and stuff like that who like, well, I don't know what's the word process like, or like they do some commercial wholesale and those ones are good, but, um, I just don't, I don't know what... I don't know, the bigger grocery chains do that I just do not, I'm not a, not a fan of their cookies, not a fan, but mm-hmm. bakeries, we, you could get cookies from there, but yeah, I, I normally don't buy cookies, because as I said, I, uh, I, if I'm gonna buy something, I, I'd probably buy a cake, or like croissant, <laughs> or Ooh. any of those things. You know, um... You, I wonder, do you have any go-to bakeries that may sell cookies or go-to bakeries <laughs> that you and your family enjoy? Yeah. I feel like you're baiting me with that question. I love <laughs> flour. <laughs> They're like one of my favorite bakeries. I've loved them for a long time. And Yasmin, which I think you know. <laughs> but you're just like, here you go, Christina. Here's, here's a, a, an easy swing. <laughs> um, yeah I, I yeah Joanna Chang is the owner of Flower and she's only in Boston um, so go check it out if you're in Boston uh, I she's has really great stuff in her store she has a lot of gluten free vegan stuff that honestly tastes really good um, so I would you know recommend giving her stuff a try if you know you needed to get some stuff and I uh, needed to fulfill some dietary restrictions. Um, I've been also, like, Tate is another good option, too. I don't, I don't... Ooh, you're right. Uh, they have, like, they're very different. Flour is, like, more American-based. So, um, so they have, like, more American pastries, cookies, that type of stuff. Uh, Tate is a little bit more, like, I think they call themselves, like, European casual um, or, like, refined casual food, um, which kind of shows in their bakery because they have a lot more, I don't know, I, I would say, like, flour is more casual, like, their ambiance and setup, and you walk into Tate and it's, like, a little bit more formal, and they also have, like, something you would probably more likely see in, like, a French pastry case, but, um, I mean, both are good just for, like, entirely separate reasons. 
But if you're looking for like probably a greater variety of cookies, I probably would say you should go to Flower because they would be more likely to have them. But mm-hmm. Tate did have, and I was there today. They had like chocolate chip, and they had like oatmeal raisin, and they had like they had like these little like cranberry pistachio cookies, and and uh, a few others. I mean, it's it's Passover right now, and as well as Easter, so they have a lot of like little cookies for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but, that's cool. Yeah, both of those are good. Um, I mean, if you're co- more in the Worcester area, my family gets um, Gerardo's a lot. It's an Italian bakery. We used to go there for Sweet Adele's, but, which is like a lobster tail, but it has like a custard in the middle. I mean, it's it's like, I'm going to say it's a cross between, a, well, it is a lobster tail with custard in the middle, but if you don't know what a lobster tail is, it's, it's like a croissant. Uh, but it's it's in the shape of a, a a lobster tail, so it's like a, a wedge instead of like the crescent moon. But the Ooh, their chef that, that could delicious. make them uh, left, so we no longer have them. <laughs> Interesting. I know. How about you? Do you have yeah. any bakeries you prefer? Um, or places? No, but I. Stores? There are I, there's a place that I drive past a lot uh by my house called top shelf cookie and i just pass it and i'm like man wouldn't it be nice to just stop and get a cookie so one day i'm gonna stop and get a cookie uh i haven't done so yet uh there is not near a special place that i'd like to go to to get a cookie mm-hmm. but it's like insomnia but, uh, cookies pretty... have you ever tried them oh no but i wanted to see there's all these places that i want to try that i haven't tried yet but uh that and uh, Tati's, but um, also I heard the other day that Zendaya and Tom Holland went to Tati's when they were here, doing Lord knows what they were doing, but they were here and they went to Tati's. Is it Tati's or Tate? I have no idea. <laughs> I'm struggling with pronunciation today. It is late. Okay, we're recording this podcast at almost ten o'clock. <laughs> Yeah. This is late for Christina and I. Maybe not maybe not for me, but for Christina. Well, I, uh, normally I go yeah. to bed later, but this week I've been getting up early for work, so. Oh, right. Uh, I've been going yeah. to bed earlier because of that, and therefore yes, yes, yes. it's now late because my body has acclimated to getting up earlier. Right. I know, struggle oh. bus. For yeah. sure. But. Cool. That was a, yeah. a little bit of a tangent. My bad. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's okay. I was gonna be like, let's bring it back. <laughs> yeah. You are. So, you, so you don't have anywhere you would go. No, I wouldn't. To have bring it back I would to, go. to bakeries. I don't think so. So, do you normally make them I... then from scratch? I'm not gonna lie to you, Christina. It's been a really long time since I've had a cookie, uh... but I do think about them often. Okay, okay, okay. So I think basically, about them in milk <laughs> we need to get you a cookie. Yes, and you know what? I think the last cookie I had was an Oreo. I think an Oreo is an exception to the you don't to the. That's true. Oreos are good. Oreos are pretty delicious. Did, did I tell you about the time? Wait, you were there. We were. We had our group, our group, our project group, and then we sent Oreo a a, a recommendation that they should have. Packs of Oreos where they have like a ton of different flavors, 
so you could try multiple flavors at once without buying a package of every individual flavor. Oh. Remember that? I think so. We did that in our senior project group when when we were oh! obviously paying attention to our senior project. Yes, absolutely, 100%. Uh, I know what you're talking about now. You know, they never emailed us back. What a shame. No, I think they emailed us being idea. like, thank you for your suggestion. But that's a robot, not a human. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still think it's a good suggestion. Because I don't want to buy a I whole agree. package of apple pie Oreos. I don't know if I'm going to like them. But if there was, like, a pack where, like, I could buy, like, a pack and then it included a ton of, like, it was, like, a mystery pack that had, like, a ton of different Oreos in it and, like, I don't know, maybe on the inside it'll have a little guide and tell you which one you're trying at that moment. I would buy that. Yeah, I would buy that too. And it could be like limited edition flavors too. I know, like right? Making like yeah. little flavors that haven't... Or, and they could use it to test uh, flavors they haven't come out with yet. Imagine. I, yeah, I think I think it would, it would go well. Maybe they could yeah. do like, you know, like, hey, which one's your favorite? Kind of like Lay's with their uh, potato chip thing, you know? Yeah. Have competitions who could have the best Oreo flavor. But then they, well, then you would sell like, they would sell like three of the same in one. And, and then actually they wouldn't like that. But I still mm. think it's a good idea. I stand by it. You should do that. Oreo. Make a, make a variety pack. Yeah. And a gluten-free Oreo cookie. Oh yeah. I didn't even think about that. They don't, I don't, they don't exist. Yeah. They don't exist. You know what, though? I think it's because of the flour. Uh, yeah, I agree. You know? I, like, think about an Oreo cookie. It's crumbly already. Yeah. And I think they sift the flour in uh, in order to make it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Flour so has a, if... um, a like, oh, homemade psych. Oreo, which is, like, really good. Yeah. And uh, and they have a gluten free one, which I haven't tried, but yeah, I, th I think it's possible. I think it is possible. You know why I think it's possible? Because I just googled it, and it is in there. <laughs> they do have a gluten free Oreo, oh. but it's not sold in my store, so oh. shame. <laughs> so you have to special order it, is what you're saying? Well, yeah, maybe. Let's see. Yeah, I just think that you know. Maybe they're not as delicious, and they just taste weird. But, like, oh, well, okay. You can buy them on Amazon and at Target. So they're just not at Stop and Shop, oh. which is the East Coast store. Yeah, yeah, that I agree. Or where, yeah. yeah. Not at Star Market, not at Stop and Shop. Nope. I, I don't know if I've shame. looked for them at Market Basket, but... Which is list off grocery stores that are only in the uh, East Coast. No Safeway here. Yeah. Is Safeway in Texas? I have no idea. They have a separate grocery store that my Texas friends always used to rave about. I forget what it's called now, though. They love it. Oh, H-E-B, I think, was what it was called. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, I feel like we're on a bit of a tangent here. Do we want to wrap bit. up? <laughs> yes, we should do that. Okay. Christina? What would you suggest for your mother? Uh, she really wanted a cookie. What would you give her? Yeah, I would probably make just a regular chocolate chip cookie because uh, I don't think I actually mentioned this earlier, but she can't eat like peanut butter cookies. That That is something she does have 
She can't eat because it's too much. Um, like fats. I don't know, like that's like fats from the nuts or whatever. Um, weird time to bring this up. I know. I forgot about it because um, they used to be my brother's favorite cookie. Uh, but now we don't have it too much anymore, mostly because my mom is the one who makes the cookies a lot of the time, and she can't eat it, so she doesn't make it. But, uh, anyway, if I were to make a cookie for her, I would make chocolate chip, because uh, it's easy, it's simple, uh, she can eat that, and, um, you know, especially if it's in smaller portions, uh, you know, she could have as many or as little as she wants, and I would make them, because, um, what about you, Yasmin? It would have to be a snickerdoodle cookie, but I don't know how to, and I wouldn't buy her a cookie either. Maybe I would go out my way to find some gluten-free Oreo cookies, and then she would probably only eat one because she can't eat a lot of sugar, and mm. I would try my very hardest to probably make her a snickerdoodle cookie with not that much sugar in it. Maybe like a less amount of sugar and hopefully that wouldn't drastically change what <laughs> the cookie is. Yeah. The only problem uh, is like yeah. Snickerdoodles have that like sugar on top. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I would have to not have that either. Okay, I cancel that. I would make her almost an almost cookie, which is some type of cluster mixture where you put like I don't know syrup. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, like a cookie, like a cluster thing. Jeez, mm-hmm. oh, even those are sweet. Okay, she doesn't get any cookies. I tried. <laughs> I would attempt to make her something that works. That's my answer. Uh, um, Something it's hard, man. Yeah, I would probably substitute. Maybe substitute it for like an oat. I'll make her. Okay. This is the answer. This is the answer. The answer is <laughs> I would make her a cookie with oat flour and make it like an oatmeal-ish cookie with a minimal amount of sugar. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the answer. Cut everything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That was a tough one. That was a tough one. It was, yes. But yeah, I would substitute it for some oat flour. And she really likes oatmeal. My father really likes oatmeal, too. He would enjoy those as well. Hmm. Yeah. On that note, thank you, everyone, for listening to the Cooking for My Mother podcast. Uh, Write us an email at cookingformymother.com about topics you'd like us to cover, uh, any advice you'd like us to share, or anything you'd like to share with us. We also have an Instagram page, which is you go... Uh, follow and, and give us a like and you know check out our post we're going to be posting some behind the scenes photos of what we talk about as well as you know some food that we eat during the week and generally things that we want to share with you guys so go give us a follow over there and you know on that note thank you for listening to the cooking for my mother podcast bye 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 <laughs>